tonight, all of our partners globally. Thank you so much for joining us. Believers, this is a journey of faith as we continue to commit to a daily agenda of balance, focus, and self-discipline. We want to welcome you who are participating live this evening, those of you on Facebook, those of you who are participating via our teleconference, and those of you who are also uh, will go back and listen via our podcast. Thank you so much for your continued partnership and a special thanks to those who joined us on last evening for the first night of the Outpour Conference. You don't want to miss uh, this evening. So share it with others and then go back and share the podcast. And we have uh, two of our guest speakers for tomorrow. So you don't want to miss any of this. Dr. Andrea Cope, uh, go ahead and raise your hand, Dr. Cope. She will be one of the facilitators on tomorrow evening, same time, 7 p.m. We also have Pastor Amy Baker, Temple of Wellness. Raise your hand. Everybody can see you, Pastor Baker. Oh, this is going to be awesome. And prayerfully, Prophet Willie Hall will join us at the end of tonight's session if he is available. We have been talking about the power of the word. Somebody say the power of the word. Put it in the chat. The power of the word, the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit or spirit life of the word. Once again, we invite you uh every time we meet like this, to join us on a journey of faith as we commit to a daily agenda of balance, focus, and self-discipline. Well, tonight, we want to start in the Word. If you're following along with your Bibles, Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 1 and the 8th verse, Acts chapter 1 and the 8th verse. And the word reads, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. We will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on us. And we will be witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Now, as believers, as born again believers, we know that when we receive Christ as our Savior, we receive the spirit life of the word simultaneously. And so the Holy Spirit, the spirit life of the word abides on the inside of the believer. Uh, he is our guide. He is our comforter. He stands by us. He empowers us. We're able to follow his lead, follow his guidance. And so tonight we want to minister just just very briefly about the importance of the spirit life of the word, our senior partner. And if you've been listening to us uh, over the last couple of weeks, especially the month of January, we have been intentional about talking about or discussing our senior partner. Somebody say my senior partner. Isn't that good news tonight that we have a senior partner that comes to our aid. And I like to say I'm the visiting professor because he's a senior professor. 
And so I can only speak tonight as he gives me utterance to speak. And so we are grateful tonight. Give him praise and glory. I, I tell you, joy rising already because I'm so grateful for the teaching. Many have not been taught about the spirit life of the word or the power of the work of the precious Holy Spirit. Now, uh, and, and there's a lot of research out there today. If you look, if you're studying church history, some people are saying, you know, we don't know if we want to embrace Christ. Who was Jesus? Was he really a disciple? Was he one of the disciples? Was he a savior? What was his message applicable for the church today? Well, we're not going to get into all of that. But what we do want to make sure tonight and during this conference is that we leave you with a clear understanding, a working knowledge of the work of the Holy Spirit, our senior partner. Now, as we go about our everyday lives, wouldn't you agree that we are oftentimes we have to deal with so many things? And sometimes I say so many things in the hands. If you're a mom, if you're a wife, if you're a dad or you're working, you may have a business, you may be in, in ministry. So many things that we need. Somebody agree you. We, we need the Holy Spirit. We need our senior partner. And I'm just so glad that guess what? I don't have to write him a check that he says this is my retainer fee. Anybody know what I'm talking about tonight? But that I can call him when I need him. He's right there. He's an ever-present hope in the time of trouble. Always there. Promise never to leave us, to always be with us. That's good news. That's good news. So tonight, the remainder of the month, we want to be careful, believers, who we allow in our lives. Just pause, ponder. Let's be cautious and never underestimate the power of influence. Somebody put that in the chat. Don't underestimate the power of influence. Let me say that again. Let's be careful who we allow in our lives. Let's be cautious and never underestimate the power of influence. Now, we may experience as adults peer pressure. Oftentimes, it's very subtle, very subtle. And so we want to ask three questions. Who is it that I have allowed in my circle? in my space? Have I evaluated my environment? Have I evaluated my associations? Have I evaluated who's within my inner circle? Have I asked myself, where do I spend the majority of my time? My time. Now, in sweet communion and fellowship with the spirit life of the word, I believe that he warns us gently. I believe that he speaks to us in reference to a company. You know, your parents will say, watch the company you keep. And the reason we want to talk about this, because this is the beginning of the year. So in 2023, we want to watch 
pay close attention to our environment, to our associations, allowing the spirit life of the word to help us be a keen discernment to evaluate who's within our inner circle that may hinder our progress. Let's ask ourselves or evaluate where we spend the majority of our time. Is the majority of my time spent listening to the radio, watching TV? Is the majority of my time just talking to my best friend? Is the majority of my time hanging out with my friends? Let's ask ourselves, what are the people in my circle doing to me? All right. Now, maybe somebody need to put that in the chat. What are the people in my circle doing to me? We're talking about the power of influence. What are they doing to me? Many of us will say, oh, the people in my circle, they're not doing anything to me. What are the people in my circle doing to me? What are the people in my circle doing for me? Are they doing anything for me? Are they influencing my listening habits? Are they hindering me from hearing what the Holy Spirit, the spirit life of the word is saying to me inwardly? Are they influencing my actions? Are they influencing my thoughts? Are they influencing the way I speak? Are they influencing my speech? Those that are in my circle, are they influencing my emotions, how I feel when they begin to speak? Do I notice that I change how I feel? Does it change how I feel when they when they come in the room? These people who are influencing me and I call them my friend. Some of them are my family. Don't miss this tonight. Do they change the atmosphere when they begin to speak? Are they influencing my thoughts? The people in my circle, I'm going to refer to them as the influencer tonight. Are they a positive or negative influence in my life? Who are they? Let's think about that. Positive and negative influence can have a major impact on our lives. Let me say that again. Positive as well as negative influences can have a major impact on or in our lives. And so that's the reason I need him. Anybody can say, I need him. The song says, I need him every hour, every minute, every second. We need the spirit life of the word, the positive influencer, come on, to help us to come to our aid, to show us what to do, to show us how to do it, to show us where to do some things, to show us when to do it, and to confirm our why. When we think about our purpose, believers, let's evaluate our strengths and those areas in which we need to grow by asking ourselves, what have I allowed? Let's pause tonight. What have I allowed? You notice I say we've allowed it. We've allowed anything that's happening to us now, any challenges that we are facing, 
any circumstance, we must take some ownership of that. Asking ourselves, how have I allowed these things to affect my life? What have I allowed to have power over me? What have I allowed to negatively impact my life? What have I allowed to cloud my vision, to keep me from hearing, to keep me from having keen discernment and spiritual insight? What have I allowed to have power over me? Our associations can and will determine our direction. Oh, we need him tonight. Wouldn't you agree? We need guidance. We need guidance this year. It may be that we need to limit. Somebody is saying, well, I don't think that they are negative influences as you're thinking about it now. I, I try to keep myself and make sure that I'm around positive people. But it may be that we need to limit our associations. It may be the lunch group, the lunch bunch. It may be that we need to limit our associations because we need time to commune with the spirit life of the word. Now, let's go back to our opening verse tonight, Acts chapter one, verse eight. We have, now the scripture says, but ye will receive. And we wanna make this declaration tonight that we have received power. Somebody shout power. We have received power because the spirit life of the word has come upon us. He indwells us as believers. And so we can say tonight, we can declare that we are his witnesses. The scripture here says, you will be my witnesses. We can make the declaration that I am my father's witness because the spirit life of the word is upon me. The spirit life of the word indwells me. He guides me, leads me. He's my helper tonight. And because of my relationship with my senior partner, I'm able to evaluate my strengths and those areas in which I need to grow. You know, we're going to make this personal tonight. I want to evaluate my strengths, those areas in which I need to grow. So if you have a focus plan and your focus plan, you may have your, your goals and your objectives for yourself. Some of us have our families uh, in your focus plan, or maybe you have a vision board, but really shine the light on ourselves. Let's really shine the light on ourselves. So because of my senior partner, I'm able to evaluate my strengths and those areas in which I need to grow. I can ask myself, you can ask yourself, what have I allowed to affect my life? And then as he begins to reveal to you, as he reveals to us sometimes what we have allowed to hinder us, guess what? Let's be real with ourselves. And then forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Let's forgive ourselves. What have we allowed to have power over us? He's going to show us. He's going to show us because when we ask him, he is going to show us. What have I allowed to have power over me? Because guess what? When he shows me, I refuse to allow it to continue to hinder me. It will no longer have power over me. 
Why? Because the power of the spirit life of the word has come upon me. Do we receive tonight? He has come upon us to loose the chains, to set us free tonight. Now, we want to make sure that we are endeavoring to live a balanced, a focused and disciplined life. That's the government of the kingdom. Somebody write that, tweet that tonight. The government of the kingdom. Living a, endeavoring to live, I should say, because that's, that's ongoing. It's a process. A disciplined, balanced, and focused life. That's the government of the kingdom of God. Now, got a little exercise for you tonight. You can either put it in the chat or write it on a sticky note. Write it down for me. I need you to write the word government. Government. I'm going to take my time and say it. Government. And as you do that, there are several words within government. Let's look at the character, I want to call it. The character, some of you all would say the letter. The character G. Just set it aside. Separate that from the rest of the word. And then in looking at the word government, if I move the G to the side, I see another word there. Somebody put it in the chat. What do you see? The next word is what? Is over. Do you see that? Move the G there. That, that's right. That, oh, I love it when you put it in the chat. And slide it over. We only have what? Over. Over. And then if we add the end with over, there's another word there. What do we see? Govern. You all getting this? We're talking about the government of the kingdom. Yes. Then if we separate the in, that's right, from over, going into mint, we could say in. We're going somewhere with this. Then if we move G-O-V-E-R-N, we can stop at M-E. We see another word. Do you see that? Do you see that? And if we add the in with the M-E, we get another word. What word is that? What word? That says somebody is, somebody is putting it in the chat. So tonight, the government of the kingdom, we believe, is God over me or God over men. Or we could say the God that what? That governs. The God that governs. The God that governs me. The God that governs men. The God that is over me. Now. We want to look at this tonight as our father's word. We want to look at or view our father's word as the articles of faith. Don't miss that. We want to view the articles of faith as the word of God. The word of God, we find the articles of faith in the word. And that's the government of the kingdom. That's the language of the kingdom of God. And so tonight, as we endeavor to live a balance, a focus, a disciplined life, let's make sure we remember what? The government of the kingdom that my father, he's over me. I've given him power. I I've released it to him. He has absolute authority and he has delegated authority to us as believers. And now, God over me. Let's look at that. Discipline. 
discipline. I can't do it without my father. I need my father. I need the spirit life of the word to help guide me, to help guide me. He's my unseen partner. Everywhere I go, I got to make sure that he's with me. I'm checking in saying, hey, you with me today? And so I'm going to give you a prime example before we move into discipline. Stay with me. Today, I, I, I paused. I paused and I had not planned to get up and go out to visit in the schools. I, I, I said, well, I'm going to make sure that I'm on Schoology and that's the platform that we use uh, to do the supervision today. But I was sitting there and I had completed a session, did the supervision. I was prompted to get up. No, you need to get up and go. I, I, notice what I said. I felt led. Don't miss that. To get up and go. Did you hear somebody audibly tell you to get up? No, I did not. I did not hear anybody say get up and go. But I knew I was supposed to get up. And guess what? When we talk about being influenced, when we are influenced, guided by the spirit life of the word, we know when he's talking to us. Anybody identify with that? You just know. You know. Sometimes you'll say, I don't know how I know, but I just know that I'm supposed to do this. Some people refer to that as what? Intuition. As believers, we refer to that as king discernment, spiritual insight. And so as I was led, guided to move, I followed the leading. I followed the leading of my senior partner, and it led me to a situation that I had been praying about. Y'all hearing me? Somebody's going to need this this week. And I had been targeting my prayers, prayers of agreement for someone who had no knowledge that I was praying for them, saying, declaring the word on their behalf. Got anybody on here tonight? And that you believe that you're called as an intercessor, that you're called to stand in the gap for others. You don't have to call them necessarily and pick up the phone unless you're led to do that. But in your prayer time, in that quiet time with you and the father, that you're communing with your senior partner and he begins to bring certain people to your mind. And then you begin to say, you begin to pray. That's what happened to me took me right to the person. And then when I when I arrived, I said, are they they are they here? And someone responded to me and said, yes, uh, but I would need to ask for permission because of confidentiality. I can't say but so much. They needed to ask for permission for me to see the person. And so they told the individual who I was. And they said, yes, certainly she can come in. When I entered the environment, the space, I knew then, y'all follow me? Now, while I'm driving, I'm not thinking that I'm being led, being guided. I'm just thinking, okay, I needed to get up. I needed to move. Let me go and uh, take care of these things. And in doing that, in doing that, it led me to where I really needed to be. And I honestly had not thought about that. So I knew that I was guided. I was led. And I was able to speak the encouraging word that I needed to speak. I didn't need to say, oh, I've been praying for you. No, that's between me and the father. Y'all following this tonight? 
But I would have missed that had I said, no, it's a little beginning to rain just a little bit. It's cloudy outside. No, I'm going to stay here on the computer. I needed to have ears, don't miss this, to hear my unseen partner so that I was led and guided following direction, following his guide. Are we missing it? Ask yourself, am I missing it? Have I allowed some other things to cloud my judgment? Now, what will help us? What will help us as we refer to the word as the articles of faith, as we're meditating, we're pondering, we're considering what the word says about us, because we're talking about outpour, the outpour of a spirit life of the word. We're talking about the presence and power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Now, discipline is what will help us. Discipline. Somebody tweet that chat. Put that in the chat. Discipline. Discipline is defined by control gained by enforcing obedience or order. I got to endeavor to live a disciplined life. So discipline is an intentional practice. Did she say intentional? It is. Discipline is an intentional practice. Believers, if we want to change the direction of our lives, if we want to change our future, we must take action when? We must take action now. Take action now. Is it a business that you're supposed to start? Are you supposed to move forward with an investment? Discipline is an intentional practice. Discipline is a balancing act because we're talking about living a balanced, living a focused, a self-disciplined life. Discipline is a balancing act. And I'm learning this. This is a process every day. Discipline requires delaying self-gratification. Now, I'm going to give you another example. I love custard egg pie. I don't know what it is that you enjoy, but when I, uh, during the holidays, either a sweet potato pie or an egg custard pie, they are my favorite. Now, I need to make sure that I practice, come on and help me, discipline to delay self-gratification because then the next month I'm talking, oh, I need to get in the gym. I need to get in the gym. I ate too much during the holidays. What is it that you need to discipline? What area in your life do you need to make sure that you find discipline? Discipline will cause us to avoid wasting time on low value activities. Okay, it's time. I've, I've watched my favorite show. I've listened to my favorite radio program or podcast. It's time to get in the word. It's time to get in the word. Somebody says, oh, you talking like that. It sounds like a group of old people that will say that. Oh, really? Really? No, that's a group of seasoned people. A group of people who've been influenced by the power of the word will say, okay, I need to turn it off. It's time. It's prayer time. It's my time to get in the war. I'll talk to you later. Discipline will allow us to set priorities among our goals. Looking at our goals, 
setting priorities among our goals. Discipline will allow us or help us to identify what can move us forward and what will hinder our progress. Let me say that again. Discipline will help us to identify what can move us forward and what can hinder our progress. We're still talking about being infused with the spirit life of the word, the influencer. Now, Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven, for the spirit that God gave us does not make us timid believers, but gives us power. The spirit that God gave us gives us power, love, and there it is again, self-discipline. Yes. So our senior partner gives us what? Power, love, and self-discipline. The influencer. This is 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Now, Proverbs chapter 12, verse 1, because somebody wants to know, where is she getting all of this from? <laughs> Whoever loves instruction, this is the word, discipline. Whoever loves instruction and discipline loves knowledge. But he who hates reproof and correction is not wise. They're, they're not wise. So, we must use, come on, we must use the will. Somebody say that, use the will, use the will. Now, some of us have studied some, some biblical truths in reference to the threefold nature of man or man on three dimensions, not your head. Come on, somebody, somebody knows what I'm talking about. Man on three dimensions, the threefold nature of man, meaning that man is, help me, a speaking spirit, having a soul or a mind, and lives in a physical body. And the will stands guard. That means he's left us. Our father have left us with the will, the will to do or the will not to do. He will not touch our will. So we must use our will. It's up to us. Now the will will stand guard. The will is right there. He will not touch our will. Use our will to do what's right because of the right thing to do. Use our will to finish. Who is it tonight that needs to finish what you started? Yes. Using our will to do a little bit more than we think we can. Using our will to control the direction of our awareness. I want to ask you the question tonight. Where is the light? Where is the light? Now, for some of us, guess what happened? The lights went out suddenly. Stay with me. The lights went out suddenly. You know, you may have a storm and all of a sudden you lose what? You lose power. <laughs> and so suddenly what? You're in darkness. For some of us, some things that have happened to us and, and they have been so traumatic in our lives that suddenly we were in darkness. Suddenly we lost power. Suddenly the lights were off. The lights were off. And you're saying, well, I, I know that I'm a believer. But when that happened to me, I had so many questions. I couldn't figure out what to do. I couldn't see which way to go. Didn't know which way. Anybody know what I'm talking about tonight? The lights went out, honey. They went out and you found yourself questioning some things, questioning your faith, questioning whether or not that dad hurt you. 
questioning whether or not you even had a senior partner who is the Holy Spirit. He's not here for me. Nobody is answering me. They're not listening to me. Why is this happening to me? Suddenly, the lights went out. And so tonight, we are being empowered that guess what? The light dwells on the inside of who? The believer. You have light. You are light because you've been engrafted in light. So I don't need to say turn the light on. Guess what, believers? The light is already on. We must be aware of light. Joy rising tonight. Being aware of the light that is within us as believers. Now, and so as we look at the will, you're going to use our will, believers, to finish what we start. Use our will to do a little bit more than we think we can. Using our will to control the direction of our awareness. Where is the light? Where is it? I got to keep light here. Keep light on my family. I need to keep the light here. Shine the light on my goals. Come on, believers. I need to keep the light here. Make sure the light is shining where? Within me. Within me to help me see my strengths and those areas wherein I need to grow. I need to keep the light here for keen discernment. And so we want to thank our Father in advance for creative concepts, creative ideas that will produce wealth in our life. What is that idea? What is that idea? You started something, then you stopped because you didn't see the revenue, the income that you thought you would see. Go back, go back, go back. Keep the light there. Keep the light there. Now, the word says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Don't miss it. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Now, I don't know about you, but there have been times in my life, as I was meditating today, I wept, wherein I dismissed. Don't miss this, believers. I know I'm not the only one. There have been times in my life where I dismissed the voice of my senior partner. Let's bring this home tonight. There have been times in my life, I'm sure in your life too, when you dismiss the voice of wisdom. Don't miss it, believers. Don't miss it. There have been times in our lives that we were not intentionally, not intentionally being led and guided by the senior partner, our influencer. We didn't want to hear any word. Come on, believers. Some of us were rushing to get out of our parents' house. If I could just turn 18, I've heard enough about that. Would you please? I know, I know, I know. You know how young people say that today. I know, I know. You say something, what's their answer? I know, I know, I know. Yes, there are. there have been times in all of our lives that we were not allowing ourselves to be influenced by the spirit life of the word. So tonight, ask ourselves, what are we allowing again to influence our lives? Influence can change, believers, the trajectory of your life. The proper influence, come on now, the proper influence in our prayer time, in our quiet time. Now, our founding father, because this is this conference is being sponsored by Mount Olive Ministries. Our founding father, the late apostle of faith, Atlas Augusta Hall, let's use him as an example, was led and guided to an area that he was unfamiliar with. 
He was. And said he was driving. He said, I and I just felt led to drive and go down this particular highway. And I was prompted, he would often tell the story, to keep driving. He said, and when he got to the Riverdale community, the community now where our church is, where we have the property, he said he was prompted to just stop, to pause. And when he paused, he says, this is the place. This is my their place. This is the space. Don't miss this word tonight. Where is it for you? This is the place where I'm supposed to be. This is the place for great miracles. Miracles will be wrought here. And he named that place Miracle Dale because he was led. He was guided. He didn't know who owned the property. God has me sharing this for a reason tonight. He had to do the research, find people to help him. Who owns this property? The people didn't want to sell the property. And so many of us, when we meet opposition, stay with me, believers, we often think that that's denial. But opposition is not denial. It's not, it doesn't have to mean that it's denial. No, it's not a denial of the promise. And so if you've been given a promise tonight, you want to hold to the promise, hold to your confession, profession of faith without wavering, without wavering tonight. And so he was led guided to pause there. And guess what? They were able to purchase the property, build a church there, debt free. Because of the guide. Not that they were so intelligent. Y'all getting this tonight? Sometimes we get it all mixed up. We need the spirit life of the word. The spirit life of the word is not only the influencer. It's the educator. It's the educator. <laughs> he teaches me. I need his instruction. I need his instruction. So. Spiritual discipline will promote spiritual growth, spiritual growth. Listen in Joel chapter 2, 23rd verse to the 28th verse, because going back to Acts chapter 1, verse 8, what did we say? We've already received power, glory, and the spirit life of the word, the Holy Spirit is already on us. And it, but it's within us, dwells within us. So listen in. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain, what? Moderately. <laughs> and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in what month? In the first month. Anybody in expectancy this month to receive greater, to receive overflow, to receive more than enough in the first month? Get your faith up tonight. Be glad then, ye daughters and sons of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God, for he have given you, meaning he's already given it to us. We got to receive. He's already given you the former rain. That was moderate. It was moderate. I'm expecting this. And he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, 
and the latter rain. That means I'm going to have what? More than enough. Anybody tonight want to believe for more than enough? Verse 24, and the floors shall be full of wheat. This is good news. And the vat shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years. Somebody was influenced, negatively influenced, allowed themselves to listen to those voices, consumed you, took you off your focus. He says, I will restore to you. The years that the locusts have eaten up, they've eaten. The canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army, which I sit among you, and ye shall eat in plenty. Listen, believers, and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that have dwelt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. You shall know that I am in the midst of you. Now here in the verse it says that you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. You want to make that personal tonight? Come on and personalize it and say, I know that he is in the midst of me. He's in the midst of my situation right now. Right now he is. Right now. He's listening to my concerns. And according to Psalms 138 and 8, he's perfecting that which concerns me. Not tomorrow, but he's perfecting them right now. He knows the prayers, guess what, before I speak them. And he's already answered me. Come on, believers. We just need to believe. So, so shall my words be going to Isaiah that goeth forth first out of my spirit, then out of my mouth audibly. So shall my words be that goeth forth from me. They shall not return to me empty void of power, but they shall accomplish that which I please. Because I am a believer. Say that tonight. Verse 28, verse 28, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons. We're talking about generational blessings. All your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Do you believe tonight? Do you believe when we talk about the power of the word, the power of Pentecost, when we're thinking about the kingdom of God, the government of the kingdom, seeing the word as the articles of faith for our lives. This is the holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. This is, this is a life of holiness, which is a living, a godly life, a balanced life, a focused life, a disciplined life, so that we can move forward in our everyday lives. For some of us, guess what? Time's up. Time's up tonight. That means time's up. That means this is your time. This is it. You've been waiting. You've made all the excuses. Come on. Some of us have been complacent. Time's up. Time's up. It's time to move. It's when I say time to move, it's time to execute your plan. Oh, you're an excellent writer. You love to plan things, get it all organized. You got it. Some of you have it in a notebook. It's execution time. Execution time. He's spoken tonight. Dad has spoken tonight. I pray that you have had ears to hear what the spirit 
Life of the word says unto us as believers. Anybody want to say tonight, I receive. I believe I receive. Give him glory and praise now as we get ready to pray. I believe I receive now. Give him glory. We thank you now, Father, for these biblical truths that we've unpacked tonight. We give you praise and glory as we fellowship around your word tonight, Father, that you have spoken to your people. Yes, Father, we thank you for the shower of blessings now, the shower of blessings on our lives as we think about your goodness, the goodness of God. Thank you, Jesus, the goodness of God. Think about it now. He's been real good to all of us. Thank you. Talk to him now. For your mercy never fails me. He has given us another opportunity, another chance, another chance, another opportunity. We thank you for families that have joined here tonight, husband and wives, father, that they're doing their best, yes, to execute the plan that they believe you've given them for their family. Those business owners, entrepreneurs tonight that have created their focus plan, they have a vision board, they have goals, Father. We thank you for being faithful to them and for showing them as the great influencer what to do, how to do, when to do, where to do, and confirming their why. Thank you for doing it now. The creative concepts. The ideas that you are releasing now. He's releasing now. We thank you, Father, for spiritual insight, for keen discernment, for showing us how to execute the plan. For the power, you've already given us the power. It indwells us tonight and empowers us, and we give you praise and glory for it now. Thank you, Father. So we boldly declare. That the spirit of truth abides in us. Yes, Father. Teaching us all things. You guide us into all truths. Therefore, we have perfect knowledge. Of every situation, every circumstance that we come up against. For we have the wisdom of God. We trust you, Father. With all of our heart. We lean not to our own understanding. But in all our ways. We acknowledge what your word says, and we thank you now for directing our path. We thank you for ears to hear. We thank you for eyes to see tonight. Thank you now. And Father, we choose now to forgive ourselves, yes, for not having ears to hear, eyes to see, when you were trying to get our attention. We forgive ourselves. We forgive those influencers who we allowed to hinder our progress. And we give up the right to get even. Thank you, Lord, for the power of forgiveness. We thank you now. And we bless your name in Jesus' mighty name. Come on and give him praise now. Give him praise and glory for the word. Praise and glory for the word. 
Now, uh, let's see. Prophet Hall, are you with us? Prophet Hall, we're checking our line, the teleconference line. He told me that he thought he had everything that he would be able to try to log in. Okay, we don't hear him on the line. We don't hear him. And so we just thank God for Prophet Willie tonight. Come on and give God glory and praise for him. Clap it up. Continue to keep him in our thoughts and prayers because God truly has been good to him. Recently, he experienced some challenges in his health. And we are just uh, just delighted at how the healing power he allowed, because we have to allow it, the healing power of the word to manifest in his body. 